hamster with a blunt penknife and do it quicker. Uh, welcome everybody to Hamster with a Blunt Penknife. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying it like that. I've started <laughs> to do my uh, Palace Theatre talk, but it's just it's gone off now. Welcome to uh, the Talents of Wang Chiang commentary. We are on part six, and I'm joined. Oh, I'm Mark, uh, and I'm joined <laughs> by Luke from Lost on Gallifrey. Say hello. Hello. And Joe from. Comes with a bump pen knife. <laughs> yeah, that's this. Which is this? <laughs> oh, roll course. up, roll up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and um, as I said, it's part six. Mm. How how are we all feeling about this story? As we oh, so far, we're loving it. Men talking about the story. <laughs> it's been marvelous. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. It is great. I've not watched any of it. I've been looking at you two. Yeah, we haven't actually been <laughs> looking at the screen, have we? Entirely understandable. <laughs> uh, but we've, we've learned a lot so far about the, the world of the Talons of Wang Chiang, of the, all these different spin-offs and characters having these other lives yeah. beyond this story. Is this story got the most sort of I think that's there? the theme of this podcast, yeah. like these, these episodes, isn't it? That there's been a whole world created from the Talons of Wang Chiang. It's it's exactly. the most inspirational Doctor Who story there's ever been. Yeah, and it creates a world on screen. It does, mm. yeah. And because, as we've said, it pulls in all those sources, it's so potent, isn't it? Mm. It's mm. it's the atmosphere is tangible. You said you said in part one, rich. That's what I think of with talents. The the costumes, the setting, the characters, so rich, isn't it? So good. Now, well, let's is the climax as good as what's come yeah. before? Usually not, shall we see? Well, let's see. I beg to differ, but let's find out. Actually, no, in Hinchcliffe time, I do find the episode fours are often fairly disappointing. Mandragorite sort of limps to an end. Oh, well, that's shit. Fear, it sort of limps to an end. She's coming to Mars. It limps to an end. I I actually prefer episode four of Pyramid to Mars than the first three that come before. (laughs) He's just being contrary now, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good thing you're cute, honestly. Jesus Christ. All right, should we skip into six? Let's go. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, Should we count down? Uh, Three, two, one, go. Corks. We not start at five anymore. I think it's like five. Because ping pong's at two. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yep, Okay. (laughs) Yes, we can't miss the ping-pongs. Right, okay, so episode six, climactic ending of Talon. I can't remember at all what happens in this episode. It's slightly, ever so slightly rushed, isn't it? But... And uh, six episodes, that's a hell of a statement. <laughs> well, they've got a rescue, are they, where are we? It's got nothing on Frontier on Space. <laughs> what, episode oh, six? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't even have an ending. No, that's it? a rush. Yeah, that's just a rush. Oh. But, um, okay, so essentially what happens here is you get a lot of dialogue between the Doctor and Magnus Grill talking about the crimes that he's done in the future and the failed experiment and his disfigurement and all of that. They have to rescue Jago and Lightfoot because we love them, so they need to be rescued. And then there's an action set piece with the dragon and Mr. Sin, isn't there? Yeah. And that's about it. Oh, well, we haven't got to watch it now. I've just told you. And here we are with the recap (laughs) and Leela is going to rip the mask off is she wearing a wig no i think her hair's just no i think they've done a hair like that Uh, she really suits that hair do you know what right i'm gonna tell you a story once upon a time okay i i was on grinder 
the gay sex app. And um, I was sent a photograph across of somebody. And I was like, oh, he's very nice. I'll go meet him. Anyway, I went to meet him, right? And what turned up was someone a bit like Magnus, Magnus Greer. <laughs> I've been catfished. The butcher of Brisbane himself. <laughs> Honestly, he lured me in with a picture of Taylor Lautner. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> oh, you got to fill the time somehow. <laughs> I love that mask, though. Mm. Uh, if someone think... turned up in my house in the dark wearing that mask. So who's sexier, Magnus Greel or... Sharis Jack? Yeah. Sharis <laughs> Jack is very feminine. He's got eye- eyelashes and things like Mr. Blobby. I know, but he's in tight <laughs> He's in tight leather. God, Mr. Blobby again. He's in tight leather, isn't he? I don't want you to know how much we watch Mr. Blobby in this household. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I'm thinking about getting a Mr. Blobby bedspread. <laughs> At least you're not spreading Mr. Blobby on the bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't quite know what to say to that. Um, gimp masks are a bit of a thing, though, in the 70s, aren't they? Like... I mm. see. What are they? Well, we in Underworld, they're wearing those very strange masks mm. in that, aren't they? Um, okay, I can't think of any. Oh, we know well, there's, there's the Dalek in Pirate Planet. I was going to say in the Dalek films as well, uh, the Robo Men. That's mm. the whole yeah, mm. very BDSM. Mm. That's very sort of PVC, isn't it? Mm. Sort of fetish suit. It's sort of silver suit. Sorry, I've gone into thirty years and <laughs> What's her name? Oh, um, oh, the one he talks about. Oh, yeah, Wilcox. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was kind of romantically put that he was regenerate. Oh, I love you. are obsessed with sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's got very large sleeves. Isn't no, it great not... that, like, because you've got Greel just shouting his head off for the Doctor, it just makes it so much more charming that the Doctor's just smiling back the whole time. I just the detail on those costumes. I sound like June Hudson here, but it's amazing. <laughs> just that, that, the weaving the patterns on Magnet on his. If you look at the his like cape and everything, it's really rich, rich, yeah, rich, like, rich. Yes, it's a quote, <laughs> and you yeah. don't even have to go into cyberspace, do you? To... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's all done by cyberspace. Now. Did you ever hear her in that uh, behind the sofas on season eighteen? Hey, June Hudson. Yeah, she's like, I love the special effects here nowadays. It's all done in cyberspace. Dear, <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. What's great as well with the Trionic Lasses, it, it looks like a prop, and yet he's saying, you know, it's very fragile and I'm going to break it. When he eventually does smash it, oh, yeah. it smashes into a million years. Mm. Loads of shards, isn't it? Oh, he missed the sin. It's creepy, isn't he? Roy doesn't have to do much. You just got to walk out of a room and he's scary. <laughs> I actually really like her to say like that. Yeah, I do. I such a lovely look. She's still got the knife look. <laughs> <laughs> it's like massive. We were talking about um, Leela. Possibly this could, you know, if this was her last story, just doing a bit more online reading. Apparently, um, Philip Hinchcliffe had said to her she'd only be into the end of this season. And then when Graham Williams came along, he offered her to stay on. And then because it was Tom Baker wasn't expecting her to stay on. So that's where it was a bit. That's where he was a grumpy bugger. Yeah, he he was told that she'll be written out at the end of season 14. Ah. Because he didn't like the violence of the character. I mean, with Graham Williams coming in. Graham Williams changed it. So I think a lot with Graham Williams coming in changed the course of a lot of things. 
there was every chance he could have wanted to bring in his own companion as well. Yeah, he could have said that. Yeah. I think she made enough of an impact, though, though, because he wanted her to 16, didn't he? At the end, that's why mm. yeah. I was so rushed at the end. But then apparently when Williams said she can change her, she doesn't have to wear the contact lenses, she signed for season 15. That was part of her, one of her requests. <laughs> yeah, no, that's mm. fair. We've got a really touching scene between Jago and Lightfoot right now. This is where we stop the bravado for a second and just humanises them a little bit more. I love that, though. He has been all bluster. Mm. Now the defences are down because he's found somebody he can confide in. It's That's so, beautiful. so good. You know, and Holmes is really good at doing that stuff. In Reboss, we've like been row the heretic. Mm. You can find those moments of humanity in between all the, you know, all the plot and all the action. It's something that I think only Russell has in the modern era. It's something only really he he can manage to do. It's to find the moments of humanity. Mm. We found not that. not saying this love but... monsters, didn't we? When we talked about that, God, there was just yeah. so many potent moments. Yeah, and... yeah. In such a what like, funny, silly, dark episode. There's so mm. so much in it, but he'll find them. I think he calls it turning in his, you know, in the writer's tale. He says it's turning a character and just finding a new, like, shade to throw on them. Like, oh, Jackie Tyler. Cool. She finds the photo and says... You perv. Yeah. <laughs> but no, let me tell you how hard it is being left behind. Because that's what it makes you. Hard. Yeah. Oh, we've got, okay. um, I've got Sin. my love of monsters quota in there. <laughs> um, yeah, let's get Mr. Sin, Sin on, on that dragon. I love Mr. Dragon. Sin on the dragon. So this is basically everything they say now, Mark Platt is taking note of to write his <laughs> yeah, big story right, of the right. Butcher of Brisbane. Yeah. I am Magnus Grill! And he knocks the chess piece over. Oh, come on. He's giving this a bit of willy, this performance. The infamous Minister of Justice. That must be in, in that audio. Mm. I'm sure it is. I'm sure all of this is. Who yeah. plays Magnus Grill in that? Will you just do a bit I of research, please, while look. we're talking? Thank you very yeah. much. Now, I've just noticed, Luke, you've got a nice scabby Magnus Grill right in front of you there. I have an Eagle Moss one. Anna Tom Baker and the season 14 oh, console. Yeah. I mean, do you have a... Honestly, is your house <laughs> full of toys? Yeah, do you want to see? Yeah. <laughs> I'll show you what's talented. I'm talking about Doctor Who toys. Oh, no. Can't see them. <laughs> did you ever get the um the this is the eagle moss one but they released the character options magnus Greel and mr sin together i used to love that got yeah. it at home yeah i've got them yeah, yeah. i've never got them though. they never released Rare the now. mr sin eagle moss one do you know what i'd love to have is that dragon I'd love to have the dragon. How yeah. amazing would that be? <laughs> a little time with with, as a with, with a little uh, Mister Sin at the oh, control of it. Yes, mind you, but you could pick go through all the Doctor Who and say I'd love that. But that's what Eagle Moss were doing. <laughs> Did they do a Zarbi? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm really gutted that it's it's gone. <laughs> Did you see that? And <laughs> Jago went. It's all up for you. We've got the place surrounded. And it was like, no, no, we haven't got the place surrounded. Shut up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, it's so so funny. Oh, the doctor's uh that's right. Uh no. Life doctor's says, just been shot by a dragon. Life says, you know, there's two wretches down in the cellars. We need to get them out of there. 
Two wretches, that's a bit mean. <laughs> so are you basically saying that you don't think Magnus Grill is the greatest villain of the Hinchcliffe era? No, he's not. No, not at all. So he's not, he's not going out with his best then, Hinchcliffe? I mean, technically, Davros is probably the best, isn't he? Sutek? Oh, Morbius? Fuck oh. Sutek. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. He's on that Sutek. chair for a while. He's got a numb bum. No, I don't mind Sutek. Morbius, yeah. I think Morbius has got mm-hmm. enough grandiose leftovers. Mm. Well, the, the master, though, is good. The decayed oh, master is good. Disgusting, isn't it? Mm. Fried eggy eyes. Mm. Yeah, so, that's what they look like. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. So he's getting the um the time cabinet sorted out. We've got a bit of technology here. I know, but you know what? They could have done a bit of a that looks a bit cheap, doesn't it? <laughs> that cabinet, a couple yeah, of yeah, a little miles. bit. Wotan looked better than that. <laughs> <laughs> I listened. To, I listened to a big fish the other day where Wotan sort of comes back. I think the thing we're learning yes. about big finishes is they're just doing. They a touch everything. everything. <laughs> they touch everything. Yeah. <laughs> Nicholas Briggs, get your hands off things, all right? Stop touching everything. <laughs> oh, see, look, Doctor's unconscious. Still keeping the plot going. This lovely pair. Honestly. Would you imagine... I was about to say, would you imagine their adventures would be like, but we've got a <laughs> yeah, series of it. Plenty of, no, no, but if it had been on TV, would it have been science fiction or would it have been drama or comedy or what would it have been? I think you'd have to get the comedy in there, wouldn't you? You'd lose everything about it. Or would it be fantasy? Um, or would it be more like set? I know in, what you mean. Like, more like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah Sherlock Holmes time, or Sherlock Holmes and Aliens. Sherlock Holmes and Aliens. That's this, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I think it probably would have lost the Aliens to you. I think, it, I think they yeah. might have just played it. You could have done all sort protected. of like they do in those early years, like vampires and things like that, that kind of... Who would it yeah. would the audience be, though? Would it be the kids watching Doctor... Like the family audience, the same sort of time well, slot. Upon any weird show, that's definitely the same. Yeah, they try apocalyptic drama like Survivors, or yeah. those people that love the idea of a pandemic wiping out half the Earth. Yeah, <laughs> those people. Well, what's going on now? <laughs> oh, oh, this is his line, isn't it? Let the talons of Wang Chiang. Oh no, he hasn't got the girls down yet. I think that also confused me as a kid. Was that I didn't know who Wang Chiang was, and the story was called Talents of Wang Chiang because you have you yeah. have Chiang and you have Magnus Greel, and I, and I don't I think I was waiting for Wang Chiang to turn up at some point. Oh, okay. Mm. Look at Leela coming up behind him now, because that's what the story's called. But it's a great title. It does <laughs> say at some point he was the great god Wang Chiang. Yeah, it does. Only a line or two though. It but it's not. It's not a big part of the story, is it? And I also think as well as a child, and I'm not talking about you here, but in general, <laughs> so you don't pick up all the details, do you? You just no. Like, swept along with the Here action. Here's Leela doing her best. <laughs> oh, she's Spray. brilliant. This bit now where she's just like, I shall yeah. not please. <laughs> you can't. You just can't imagine it, can't you? You cannot imagine like. Oh, I don't know. Amy Pond, like, jumping on Prisoner Zero with a knife and trying to stab it. He went straight at her breast with that (laughs) knife. No, 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 I'm not being stupid. That would never be on television now. Not for children. I don't... Well, none of the knife stuff was. It's just become such a big issue. Can we think of any knife play at all in the new... No, it'd be... 
most of the time they didn't even have that many real guns really it's usually laser guns and stuff like that they even took out that scene i know the politician or someone died didn't they that week in robot sherwood where someone was decapitated with a sword yeah which was like the yeah, main, it yeah. was a, it was a broad was i think it was in I don't know there's some some i don't and know a broad but, um... sword somehow is less frightening isn't it than a, a a knife in your hand but like that one that was like the whole point of the story wasn't it was that yeah. he was a robot and but we never found that out in the finished cut no. <laughs> <laughs> very odd yeah, but like, so... you, like scenes like Kara being stabbed in Revelation of the Daleks, or yeah, in Paradise Towers where she's got the the knife to mill. Oh, that yeah, mm-hmm. that's even I think that I think that's a bit much when I'm watching Paradise Towers. Well, because it's such a bloody farce otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> really unnerving them too. I mm-hmm. okay. So here they're trying to work out how to get out of this. Is uh, sort of like a gas? He's setting up a gas thing, or a that's right, something like that. He's basically going to blow up the door. Very clever. Oh, and he says to the girls, "Look, just just run, all right." <laughs> They're just like staring, like what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> they have no real like. <laughs> well, they, would, would they? They were just yeah, going no, about their business. Just like they were hypnotized by Lisa Chases. Look like two lovely porcelain dolls, don't they? We've we got real fire in the studio. Mm. I think they were over. They they say, don't they, in the making of this film in this last episode, they were really up against it with time because of all the effects and the uh, and stuff in this. And they were really struggling. Where the they tables went, being dismantled think, and all of that. I think they yeah. went over time quite a lot. And you can imagine this taking ages to. Yeah, you can't. Hinchcliffe goes, right, pay him the overtime. I'm off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. That's it. The, the girls are free. The girls are out there. Okay. So it's time for our big action set piece now. Leela's in danger, tied up, about to be sucked dry by the Let machine. the talons off my chair. Go on, keep going. Shred your flesh. <laughs> <laughs> he managed to make flesh have about 18 syllables. Yeah. Very impressive. Flesh. I do like that red effect, look. I do. I think it's... It's just art. It's weird, isn't it? It's strange yeah. and alien. And you Doctor, know what? Doctor with a tomahawk. If there's one thing Doctor Who should always be, is a little bit weird. Yeah. Because that's other conventional science fiction can do all the normal stuff. Yeah. yeah. Which is why we've got Mr. Sin firing lasers out of the dragon's yeah. eyes. <laughs> but it's coming out of a dragon, see? It's weird. Yeah. And then you've got Jago trying to draw their attention by going, I see, I see, I see, you know. And a bit in a minute, you know, when it is the doll and he and the doctor like snaps him over his leg. I I still think that is weird, and uh, that makes Mister Sin even weirder. That when he picks him up, he's light as fucking anything. Yeah. The way he like slams him down. Yeah, it's, and it's a proper backbreaker. He slams Greel into that thing, into the machine. Oh yeah. Well, he proper pushes him with. He can be horrible when he when he bad. snaps Scorby's neck in. He's violent. Yeah, he yeah. Does I, I thought he had the first time I watched that. Yeah. I thought he had proper snapped his neck. Honestly, Deep Roy's never walked the same again. Since <laughs> he? And he gets that thing smashed right near his face while he's lying on the floor. Those yeah. bits of um, lattice. What's it called again? Trionic. Trionic lattice. lattice. Holmes could summon those words out of nowhere, <laughs> couldn't he? It did. But the the sort of gobbledygook that is is accepting you you accept that some yeah. of the gobbledygook in, in Doctor Who just like oh this sounds you know what awful. it is you've got 
Holmes doing it here. Then you've got Douglas Adams doing it after that. And they all managed to make it very sayable and quotable. Then you've got Eric Swar coming in and it's just tedious as hell. Yeah, it's it's finding the <clears> rhythm <throat> in words that are just meaningless. Yeah. Gravitic anomalizer. <laughs> there you go. Conceptual geometer. Very nice. Thank you. oh my god he murders all the henchmen now (laughs) yeah i love this bit he is sadistic (laughs) and their covers blood i like the bit where grill tries to go oh you come out now i'll let you go (laughs) and he gets it up he goes no we're staying put and you don't mind It's not as funny as Android Zatara though when uh, Peter Jeffrey goes if you come out now you'll be spared and the doctor goes Liar! <laughs> <laughs> oh, this Atari's got a banging cliffhanger when he runs in and throws the spear. At, um, in part it. one, that yeah, pump. what it's a cliffhanger! Like, yeah. Comes out of nowhere. Brilliant. Oh, that's two, is it? That's two. The is correlation. Two? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The well, he smashes Mary Tam on the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was so shocked when I first saw that. Yeah, yeah, me too. What a cliffhanger! <laughs> oh, this is great. <laughs> who, who are you shooting yeah. at? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh no, that's the Ming Vars. There it goes. Oh, Mr. Blobby must be around. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sin. Is it Sin that kills Greel? I think so. That's his Achilles heel, is his psychotic little puppet. <laughs> kills everybody. No, yeah, the doctor gets him in a minute and pushes him, doesn't he? I like that you don't know a anything bit. about Mr. Sin. Like his motivations or anything. He's just a fucking he's just a sick fuck. Yeah. <laughs> well, and he the, just flips and just What's interesting, you see a tiny bit of the dynamic because Grill goes to him, Why don't you come down? Why are you sulking up there? Because I wouldn't let you kill the doctor. Yeah. Right. No, but Sin does turn on him, doesn't he? He does turn the eyes on him. Oh uh, sorry, there's that's why he asked the question. Does was it... the Sigma experiment a success? A total it was a brilliant total success. <laughs> As somebody who knows all the quotes, I did know that when I was reading it out, but I didn't want to point it out at the time. Oh. <laughs> 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 I can show off. There he goes. This slat. This... Yeah, sorry for not being a real fan. Yeah, it's all right. Don't worry. Proper goes. Right. This is, that is a push, <laughs> that, isn't it? Wait, wait. <laughs> and then, and then. He's sort of been held up and she touches him and he just crumples. He crumbles away and that's it. Hey. Oh, do you know what they mention in a minute? Is bent face dead? Is that a line you could only get in Doctor Who? Probably. Yes. Oh, that is a great effect, isn't it's it? It's lovely, isn't it? Mm. What did they say? Cellular what? Cellular collapse. Oh, fabulous. Um, Boys. Do you know the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man, the Muffin Man? Uh, yeah, man. I do. Where does he, he live? He oh. comes up now, doesn't he? Troy Lane. Oh, look out. Look, look. We'll get Mr. Sin out of the way first. Here we go. Proper no, I love this backbreaker <laughs> move. Here we go. Oh, my God. Did you see the camera then? Yeah. The camera swung into view. Break his back. I think they're running out of time here, and they're just like slamming oh, on the floor. No, deep. Get him sorted. He just rips his fucking spine out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is the equivalent, isn't it? Yeah. Of what he's doing. It's yeah. his fuse. <laughs> oh, here we go. The trionic lattice. The Zygma experiment is coming to an end. I think they only had one and they just oh, had course. to do it in that Yeah. That was... <laughs> what do you imagine that is? Sugar glass or something? Yeah, I think something like that. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not real glass. Oh, that close to Deep Roy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll buy you some muffins. Come on, I'll buy you some muffins. 
It's a quick ending, though, isn't it? I feel like very quick. I would have liked a coda in Lightfoot's house where they're all sitting around having a bit of tea. Oh, like like Fury from the Deep, like at the end of that. That would have been nice. You could have got rid of that bit with the gas and trying to get out of that locked prison. They didn't need to be locked up, really. There. No, that's true. No, no. They should have just got the girls out. And I don't think it's the climax that is is rushed. It, it, it's because we suddenly fly off again. We've had six parts, like really in, in, do, in dosing in this world. And then suddenly you're just off. Yeah. As soon mm. as it's finished. Yeah. It's that sort of thing. To be it? that indulgent for six episodes. And then, and then just, just yeah. yeah. Maybe yeah, even wait. if the final scene wasn't them, if we didn't see them fly off, if the, the final scene was just in Victorian London, it might not be, but then you do get this. Remember Leela going off with Andre was a bit weird. I mean, it wouldn't be any less weird if she said, Oh, I fancy Jago, I'm staying here. (laughs) No, it really wouldn't. You could see that her staying and then she lives with Lightfoot to he will teach her and be yeah, you'd be like his ward or whatever. The announcer could say easily do that. Coming to BBC in the autumn, (laughs) Jago Lightfoot and Leela. Exciting new adventure. (laughs) (laughs) Solving the ripper cases. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, bravo. Yeah. What a classic. Absolutely Brilliant. amazing. Well, chaps, oh, we've got 10 minutes to do this. We've got our... Okay, three reasons apiece to recommend Talents of Wing Chiang. We'll start with Luke, then Mark, then me. Luke! The world. The whole Victoriana world, as you, you mentioned, cherry-picking the best bits of that. Uh, you Jack the Rippers, your Sherlock Holmes, your Phantom of the Opera. It's got such an atmosphere and a mood about it. Um whilst also being entertaining and funny so it's not just like a dark dour thing yeah the production values in this the filming locations the fog the sets the costumes or the look of this (laughs) leave some for the rest of the the look generally Um, (laughs) i'm going to recommend the incredibly witty script where practically every fucking line is quotable and i've just proved that for the last six episodes (laughs) luke i i'll say mr sin probably one of the only um the one of the only uh, monsters from classic Doctor Who that really sent the shivers up me. And he's, you know, for someone that doesn't speak, he, as we mentioned, he's quite, he feels like a proper character, like a psycho at the at the hands of the dragon. Um, and then also with the blood coming down his arm. And it's just creepy after creepy. And they, oh God, it just really sends the shivers for you. And yeah, the, the pig. <laughs> Lovely touch. Uh, Jago and Lightfoot being Robert Holmes's best double act and proving it by having all of their ongoing adventures. I'm going to say all of the cliffhangers, which I think, as we pointed out, are stellar in the Hinchcliffe era. But I agree with Luke. The best cliffhanger is... Ha 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 ha! All the stuff at the theatre in part four, the the showdown between Chang and the Doctor, the magic tricks, the and then like the Doctor sort of enjoying it all the way up to the point when Casey then falls out of the cabinet dead, and that's the point where the story flips and we start going into Magnus Creel and stuff later on. So yeah, part four is is probably my favourite of, of it all, but that sequence is fabulous. Uh, David Maloney, one of the best classic directors. Uh, this is his last story, and he's going out on an absolute high. 
Uh, he understands Doctor Who so well by this point, and he can just he can just he just gets it, and it's a really well directed. <laughs> the only <laughs> the Obviously. only place we can possibly end this then is on the rat itself, the giant uh, rat. And do you know why? For two reasons. One is because no matter how good a Doctor Who story is, we'll always be reminded this is still a Doctor Who story with a shitty monster turning up. But somehow the magic occurs and that cliffhanger where Leela's being chewed by the rat, her, due to the direction and her performance, the low lighting, they make it work. Yeah. Like, God knows how. They make it work, even though it looks absolutely ridiculous. And so I think you need that in a in episode of two, that something needs to look not perfect. Oh yeah, I genuinely think you do. Otherwise, it's Star Wars or something like that. You know, yeah. like sometimes you just need that reality bump. Thing. <laughs> you know, yeah, but be, yeah, but it needs to be better than Underworld. Oh yeah, <laughs> not so bad. That's an, that's four episodes <laughs> of reality. You need to be. Yeah. There's got to be something that reminds you, like, no Genesis matter how good clam, it is, isn't it? Genesis has got the clam. Yeah, Andrasani uh, <laughs> oh, yes. has got that stupid dinosaur in you it. You could have had the sewer full of clams. That would have been cool. Giant clams. It's <laughs> mm. astonishing the things he comes out with, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, gentlemen, that just leaves me to say thank you very much for spending the last thank four you. hours to talk about talents of Wing Chiang. Thank you. Um, whereabouts? Okay, you and I, Mark, are going to be talking, uh, doing a re-release of the Android Invasion next. Yep. <laughs> Luke, what are we doing next? Hey, uh, let's do something that I don't like. <laughs> What, such as Pyramids of Mars? Ooh. No. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah, not that bad. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I, I don't really like this, dislike that. Um, uh, maybe. What Capaldi's haven't been done? Oh, loads. You could basically choose any. Oh, we'll we'll think we'll we'll definitely come back oh. with something. Um, I won't just bore people by okay. sitting, <laughs> sitting here. Well, they just had six episodes of you here, so you know, <laughs> they probably had their fully year by now. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Joe, <laughs> Yo. you're not wrong. <laughs> well, I think what my, one of my favourite recording experiences was our Rings of Acton. I just had so much fun with that. It's mad that um, we're almost coming up to a year since the Drunken Lover Monsters recording. And I feel like the drunken version should be released. <laughs> no, what can I do? Holy <laughs> this is so amazing! <laughs> the funny thing about that is you go back to the party saying, I killed it. I absolutely uh, amazing. I that? know. I really did. Oh, guys, thank you very much. It's been thank an you. absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been brilliant.